Happy New Year. It's Wednesday, January 5th, and you are listening to episode 40 of the Chasing Points podcast, your weekly honest dive into the world of sports. I'm Brandon. Sam's not here this week, but I have the pleasure of being joined by two of my best friends in the world. Uh, that is Harrison Baker and Damian George. Gentlemen, how are you doing today? Who goes first? <laughs> I, I'm, doing, I'm doing good man how are you guys i'm i'm doing well i <laughs> i regret having harrison already uh harrison how are you doing since you you answered didn't answer really. <laughs> all good over here okay. just chilling all right well appreciate that uh mm-hmm. this is you guys are gonna get to see a new side of me this week because uh these fools bring the worst out of me but anyway uh, we're back. Uh, we have a lot to talk about this week. Uh, we'll be talking about week 18 in the NFL, uh, the playoff picture, maybe some predictions, the NBA season thus far, who are pretenders and contenders, and much more. So we might as Burrow, well just Burrow. jump. <laughs> we might as well just jump right into this. Week 18. Uh, we need to just talk about A B right off rip. Um <laughs> there's there's we're not even going to mince our words here we just might as well go for it uh it happened against harrison's jets i'm putting that on record because harrison is a jets fan and likes to bandwagon and jump all over the place so now we actually have <laughs> records of this um i can support that thank you uh false. so ab it is not false ab is uh he freed himself I, he definitely freed himself. I think he's never going to play a game in the NFL ever again. He was also at the Nets game last night on the sideline, which I'm surprised wasn't talked about more. Um, but AB stripped <laughs> on the field, ripped his pads off, ripped his threw his pads at the bench after Mike Evans tried to calm him down, uh, threw his shirt into the crowd and along with his gloves, and then proceeded to run in the end zone hop skipping and jumping throwing the peace sign and waving goodbye to everybody it was so crazy to the point for those that don't live in the tri-state that are listening new jersey state police are nothing to be joked with and they thought he was actually a fan that ran onto the field (laughs) and they were ready to tackle him uh this is how crazy it was so gentlemen there's no way you didn't see this what are your thoughts on what's going on with ab First and foremost, New Jersey State Police tackle better than the Jets, so I just want to put that out there. <laughs> Sam's going to love this. I can't wait. <laughs> he's not yes, wrong. He's not wrong. He's not. Um, so does A.B. get another chance in the NFL? Uh, I think I think someone's crazy enough to take a shot at him. I mean, you know, if you look at the reason why he, you know, bugged out the way he did, it's not unreasonable for someone that – because obviously he plays the game for money, but I think someone will do it. Harrison? Yeah, I, I agree with Dame. I think, you know, he's been producing decently enough this year. Um, he'll probably get another shot because that's what the NFL is. If you're producing, you're going to get another chance. Um, obviously with him, it's tough to see because there's there's obviously something going on up there with him. Um, you know, that Vontae's perfect hit, really never been the same since that. Uh, so it's it's just it's tough to see these outbreaks by him. Um, you know, I know he's kind of just doing him and, and being himself, but it's just something going on up there. So I think in this situation, I think you're both wrong. And here's why. 
So normally I would agree with exactly what you said, because the NFL mm-hmm. doesn't give a damn about what you do pretty much on outside of the football field. And mm-hmm. AB has always been a player that produced. And I'm going to be very, very clear. I, this, my logic and my point of view came from how Ryan Clark broke it down. And I think it's probably the clearest way that I've ever heard somebody break it down, and especially from him being a former player and a former teammate of AB. Uh, he said they always put up with AB stuff, everything that he did off the field, but every single time it came to working and putting on a product on the field, AB never missed. This is the right. first time that AB actually quit in the middle of a game and made it about himself and quit on the team. He's never quit on the team per se on the field. This is the first time he did that. And that's why the only reason I think that he won't come back is because this is the first time he actually quit between the lines. All the other times have been outside, which is different, which is why, like what you guys said, teams have put up with him. But I think it's completely different this time now that he quit in the middle of the field and he quit on the golden child, Tom Brady, the person that let him stay in his house after nobody really wanted him. So can I, let me ask, is it, have they confirmed that bonus thing or is it just hearsay? So, so, so the people that are listening, basically what, what happened is, or apparently that happened is Bruce Arians asked AB to go back in so he can hit his incentives. And AB apparently said that he was too hurt to go back in. Bruce Arians asked him once, AB said, no, he asked him twice. He said, no, he said, okay leave then so then he did everything that followed uh i don't know dame if that is a confirmed thing or not i don't know if that's just a pr situation i know also after the game bruce arians immediately said ab is no longer on a team let's not talk about him let's talk about the players that actually did play but now apparently the talks are that the nfl uh at this point have been talking with tampa bay for legality situations because if ab was actually injured he would have a, a lawsuit against of the Bucks for saying that he was injured and you tried to force him to play. So now there's a lot of legalities in this, which I'm pretty sure there was going to be anyway. So if I may jump in, I don't know if Harris has anything to say after this, but I, I think of a team like the Titans, right? Um, they have A.J. Brown. They have um, Julio. Mm-hmm. And like A.B. can go there and survive as long as he can make the playoffs it's beneficial because he'll take away the number one of a defense like if he's if he's on and let's say they play the rams jalen ramsey can obviously handle him but if he's on it creates a problem because now it's like all right if jalen ramsey doesn't guard him he's going to eat up the two or the three guy and it just causes a big problem so anybody with like a, a good number one or a good number two you put him on that team those plays that he's on the field you have to watch him it doesn't matter about anything else. So that's the only reason why I think he will he will get that second chance, even though I, I do understand where you're coming from and what Ryan Clark said. Mm-hmm. Harrison, do you have any more to add to that? Yeah, I mean, I obviously I'm just curious if the Buccaneers actually end up dropping him. He's not even been released yet. So, like, right. it would be in their best interest to just suspend him and not let any other teams touch him. So, you know, maybe he doesn't see the field for that reason. Um, and not the reason so forth that, you know, no one will touch him. I, I just I think some team will pick him up if he's dropped. The NFL has no morals and no ethics. They'll pick him up. Um, <laughs> like, I get True. like, OK, he made a public show of like quitting on his team. 
but you know they don't they don't care about that I, I don't I don't think they do I don't it's it's hard that's because we know how the NFL picks and chooses their battles and who they pick and choose their battles with um mm-hmm. and earlier in the season uh, I think they kind of in my opinion showed that with the Aaron Rodgers and his situation and then AB with the fake vaccination card situation two different outcomes uh, both could be considered to be liars in this situation, however you want to twist it. But I think the NFL chooses where their money lies. Um, and that is definitely led by good old Jerry Jones. Um, but enough of AB. I think we've exhausted that outside of the fact that also what Harrison said, I, I really hope that whatever is going on with him, he actually gets some help. I think that's the, the, the biggest thing that should be spoken about. It's clearly something is wrong uh, with Agreed. AB. And uh, I hope he does get the help in whoever is around him. Uh, helps him and supports him through his time. Um, but on to uh, a, a, a better game, a way better game. Uh, the Bengals played the good old Chiefs. Burrow, and Burrow. I, so I told Dame that if he said that, I was going to kick him off this podcast. <laughs> and he proceeded to say it anyway. So he's look, challenging he's my here. hand. He's challenging my hand. So it, it may happen. Uh, so the Bengals beat the Chiefs. 34 to 31. And I don't know if you were able to watch the game, any of you. I got to see highlights because I was more uh more focused on what my birds did. Uh, but uh Joe Burrow is an absolute problem. Uh and I think these LSU wide receivers, I think you're if you're an NFL GM and you're looking for a wide receiver to put on your team to start a franchise with, you should probably start looking at LSU because you you now have you have Justin Jefferson, who has balled out in with the Vikings, even though Kirk Cousin can never be more than consistent. Dame knows that pretty well as being a Washington football uh, fan. Uh, yes, you claim wow. that right now. Yep. I, yeah, you thorough burrow this is what you get um (laughs) you are not a free agent um (laughs) but so you have you have justin jefferson as i said a former lsu but you also have jamar chase who has now probably passed uh in my opinion uh what's what's homeboy's name in new england why can't i ever remember his name um quarterback of new england god damn it it always um, my mind. Oh, Mac Jones. Thank Mac you. Jones? He's I Who? think he's passed. <laughs> no, 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 absolutely not. <laughs> no. <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> uh, I think Jamar Chase is the the offensive rookie year. And I also think that uh my boy from Penn State, uh part Micah Parsons is the defensive rookie of the year. But we're talking about Jamar Chase right now. Uh he had eleven receptions, two hundred and sixty-six yards, and three touchdowns in that game. Uh there's also T Higgins on that team. There's also Ty Boyd. Uh, there's Joe Mixon. Uh, their offense is set up for the future. It's just their defense is extremely inconsistent. Do you think that the Bengals are actually a player moving forward in this playoff picture? Oh, absolutely. I mean, look, they, they've got the model right now. I mean, Joe Burrow on a rookie deal. This is, this is what the NFL is about. You get a good quarterback on a rookie deal and you can build around them. Same with the way the Seahawks did with Russell Wilson. Once they paid Russell Wilson, their defense went completely downhill because they couldn't pay nobody. So Joe Burrow right now, um, he's on a rookie deal. They can build the piece around him. They've drafted extremely well, obviously, with the wide receivers. Like Jamar Chase is unreal. Mm-hmm. And you're right. Those LSU guys are, are, are something serious. So, yeah, they're a player for the next 
you know, two, three years until they got to pay everybody. Same thing with the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes was on that rookie deal. They were able to build around him. Um, and then once Patrick Mahomes got paid that big money, you see them slip a little bit. So that's how the NFL is. You, you draft that quarterback, luckily, uh, keep them for four, four or five years on that rookie contract, build around them, get to pay some guys, um, and you'll be a player for that, that stretch. Um, so for sure, they're a player, no doubt about it. Dave, what do you think, man? No, I thousand percent agree with Harrison. And it's they got to do something with the, obviously in the next three to five years to make it work. You know, it, it's a not for long league, like they always say. So they got to get their run in now. Well, I think they created a window. <clears throat> well, they they got a natural window because of age, because now uh, mm-hmm. Big Ben leaving, which we'll get to uh, shortly. But I, I think they're a Sam has talked about this team before the season started. So the young players that they had. Uh, I, th- I just think I think GMs miss and and kind of forget what these players are like, even though they've taken a year off. Jamar Chase took a year off. Micah Parsons took a year off defensive and offensive rookie of the year. So I think you should probably stop looking at that and going the old school way of seeing these guys take this time off because they're putting in the work in that year away from football. They're 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 preserving their bodies at that point in time, and they're coming out and being a special product. Uh, but I mean, that's that's all the risk that you take, right? That's that's what you get as a GM. You you go by what you feel is best and what you need. And sometimes, uh, as as they've shown in the past, uh, talent does burn you. Um, which we'll get into about one person that I don't think is talented at all in the NFL. But um, <laughs> the Packers, I definitely do think they're talented. Uh, I don't know if they will be that after next year. That all depends on uh, where Aaron Rodgers goes. But the Packers secured uh, the number one seed uh, and over the lovely, lovely old uh, Vikings, um, which I don't know why anybody thought that was really going to be a contest with uh, homeboy that was the backup quarterback. It's, he's going against Aaron Rodgers. That's a no-no. That's not going to happen. Um, it First off, as any player, I can un- – this is the only time I'll give Aaron Rodgers his props for wanting to leave Green Bay <laughs> is because I wouldn't want to play in Lambeau when it feels like negative zero. Um, I can only imagine how that feels hitting the ground and it feels like concrete. And I know in our heyday, as we played football with each other and stuff like that, hitting the ground and playing in turkey bowls, it's not the most pleasant thing. So just it hurts. <laughs> uh, imagine, imagine I'll that. Touch with, the floor. Yeah. Okay. Imagine that with a 250 plus pound man landing on top of you or hitting you full mm-hmm. speed. Um, I will pass on that at all time. But uh, <laughs> do you think, do you think with Aaron Rodgers and the product that they're putting out, they keep in mind the Packers do have an inconsistent defense as well. Uh, do you think that they are the true team to beat right now? Or is it the Chiefs from the AFC? Hmm. I don't, I'm not a fan of, I, I don't think the Packers are. They're not doing it for me. I just, I don't think there's a clear favorite at all. Like, it's just too up in the air. Like, like you said, like they, they have Aaron Rodgers veteran presence. Um, you know, their wide receiver is obviously incredible. Yes, they are. Um, well, yes, but he their is. defense is just too inconsistent. Like <laughs> everyone has holes. Um, and, and that's kind of the way the NFL has designed it. They want that parody. They don't want a clear favorite. 
And that's what makes that's what's going to make these playoffs in each game so interesting because you really don't know. So to pick a favorite and just say, yeah, because of the number one, they're going to roll through. It's just not that's just not the way it is, nor for the Chiefs either. Um, and that's why the team like the Bengals has a shot, even being so young, because you could just go in there and win a week and then, OK, let's win another week. And then then it's over. Well, it's funny that you make that point, because going into week 17, the only team in the AFC that clinched a playoff spot was the <laughs> Chiefs. There was mm-hmm. no other team that clinched a playoff spot, whereas the seating pretty much was settled for the NFC and started to play out throughout the day of who was going to be where. Uh, the AFC only had one clear team that was an actual playoff team and the chiefs were the number one seed starting that. And then by the end of the day, they were not the number one seed. Uh, They're in the number two right now, but they can still uh, secure the number one spot. So that's really interesting in the AFC, what they got going on Uh, for the Packers. I don't have them. I don't have them winning the, the NFC. I actually from the beginning of the season, my pick on the show was the Rams. Um, that is kind of still up in the air because of Matt Stafford, but we'll touch base on that shortly. Um, but I think with Aaron Rodgers, he is the best quarterback in the league. Um, Patrick Mahomes it has considered to be that right for a while. And I, I love what Mahomes does, but as Harrison alluded to before, his supporting cast has kind of been, eh, and when you take out Kelsey and you take out Tyreek, who does he have the ball to throw to? Nobody. Um, and, and that's you have Hardman who has really done nothing. Um, they let go Watkins um, and Ed, Edward Tolera in the backfield. You don't know what Edward Tolera you're actually getting. So uh, the offense Mahomes has to do a lot. And if you remember what he did against the Bucks when he had to do a lot, uh, didn't really work out too well in the Super Bowl, but uh, I think the Packers can. They have the capability of doing it. It's just what defense is going to show up that week, um, and I think that's a that's too much of an unknown, uh, especially going into the playoffs. Um, another team that is going into the playoffs, which you know I'm happy as hell about, uh, and I called it on the show when uh, Sam and more so Dave. <laughs> I love you, Dave. Uh, told me that the Eagles weren't going to make the playoffs. The, the Eagles didn't really support my argument in the beginning of the season uh, <laughs> as, as they were two and five. Uh, but since then they have been nine or excuse me. No, not nine. It was it seven. seven and seven and two. two. Yeah. Seven and two. So the Eagles, the Eagles are nine and seven. And they are, they have secured the fact that they're going to have a winning season this year. With Jalen Hurts, who still is, after all he's done and has now got this team into the playoffs, his status as being QB1 is still up in the air at this point in time. So I guess my question we'll is to start taken by that railing. Well, we'll we're going to do that for sure. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's wild. Do you think that Jalen should be QB one for the Eagles? We'll start there. Hmm. Go ahead, Dan. Well, Brandon can attest to this. The minute they drafted him, I said he should be QB one. So I definitely think he should. I, I feel like a guy like him, sometimes you got to, you know, do it a little different. Give him the reins, let him make the mistakes and let him learn. Cause I definitely felt like he was capable, you know, um, 
in game, like, all right, does he make all the throws consistently? I haven't watched every single Eagles game, but it can be if the answer is can. no. <laughs> so yeah, but he has the ability to get the ball there. And I think if you let him do it, you know, he's a I, I feel like these quarterbacks are more intelligent. Like they're more into the the film study, seeing the looks and really trying to get a um they're playing chess, you know what I'm saying? Not checkers. So I feel like you just you just roll with it, man. Let him do what he does. He he definitely seems like the guy that'll build the relationship with the receivers the old linemen, the tight ends, and even the defense. So I, I, I like him as QB1. Okay. Harrison? I mean, I, he's fine. I feel like he's going to make the plays you need in the playoffs. I'll tell you who isn't QB1, and that's Gardner Minshew or Joe Flacco. <laughs> well, Joe, <laughs> Joe, Joe Flacco's <laughs> on your Jets. He's on your Jets. He's no longer there. He's on your Jets now. So – Thank no, he's still anyway. Eagles. No, he is not. He got traded what? in the season, and he started. <laughs> he started a game for your Jets this year, so that is not so true, sir. Who's their it's backup then? Just Gardner Minshew. That's it. Okay, yeah. Well, then my, <laughs> I still stand. He is not. <laughs> either way, either way, even if it was Joe Flacco or Gardner <laughs> Minshew, neither of them are number ones. I know. So no. you might as well just roll with Jalen. I, I um, I think. I've kind of said this for a while on this podcast. Um, Jalen should be QB one for the fact that his intangibles in the locker room and off the field, he is a natural born leader. You can't create a leader like him. And Mm -hmm. when everything goes wrong, he's had several teammates throughout this season, literally say he's calm, cool and collective and goes out there like, Nothing has ever happened to have a quarterback that does that. Joe Burrows being one, one of them. Anything could happen the drive before the play before brush it off and keep moving. Now, yes. Does Jalen have to be more consistent with some of his throws? Yes. But he's grown into this position. He's only had 15 starts as a starting quarterback in the NFL. He, he, this is basically his rookie year. He started last year, several games at the end of the season, but that was because everything that was going on with Carson Wentz, but give him a chance. And he's he's been given his chance, and the team has rallied behind him. And it kind of does help when the Eagles actually run the football, which they could have done the first seven games, uh, which would have made probably a world of difference, being that they are the number one rush team in the NFL, which is a scary thing to have going into the playoffs. Um, but I'm I'm happy they're making the playoffs. Do I think they're going to go far in the playoffs? <laughs> No, this but is entirely too long of a segment for a team that's going to lose on the. You're first on team. my podcast. Remember that. <laughs> I, re- I, re- I, re- I think you forgot I re- where you were, sir. <laughs> I think you forgot where you were. Um, entirely too long. On the as soon as I heard Eagles. Eagles, I knew we were going to. I need. I need to close. I don't think you. I don't think you need. I think you guys need to understand that I had to sit through this whole season of everybody telling me that they weren't going to do this, and I made this prediction, and it happened. So. I had to get my point off. All right. Yeah. Congrats. So, yeah. Congrats, okay. King. Okay. All right. I'm about to kick can, these two off and do can, the rest of this I, podcast by myself. Can I ask, may I, may I ask <laughs> yeah. a question? You may. Doesn't mean you're going to get. You know, an earlier earlier you mentioned um, the best QB in the league, and I, you know, you said Aaron Rodgers. I was just curious. You know, when do we get to Tom Brady, Goat Brady? I just, you know. Well, he's but not the best QB back in the league, <clears throat> but he is right. he's the greatest quarterback of all time, but not the best QB in the league right now. Okay, all right. Um, you may continue. <laughs> uh, so let's get to uh, one of our friends' football team, 
uh, and the team that everybody loves to hate, which is the Cowboys. Uh, are the Cowboys the real deal or are they pretending out here? Are you confident that the Cowboys are going to make an actual solid playoff run? Because they've, they have the pieces to do it, uh, but they've shown a lot of inconsistency throughout this year. Uh, and this game against the Cardinals, against Kyler Murray, that kind of even proved that with their defense. Their offense is pretty good, but their defense has been spotty outside of Diggs um, and Micah Parsons. So what are your thoughts, gentlemen? For me, it's kind of just how their road stacks up. Um, I don't particularly like them. I don't particularly like really any NFC teams. All right. um, like I said, if if I think it'll be the Packers, but would I bet anything on any of them? No, I wouldn't. So, um, again, with the Cowboys, it's the same deal. They got plenty of holes, but if they get the right road, they face the right teams, then, yeah, it's a possibility for them, for sure. They do have the talent. Dame? I do not like the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, you know, um, no, man, you know what? They always seem to have, like, a promising roster. Uh, on paper, they always look really good. Um, as someone who watches a lot of the players, like, in college, like, you hope they get there and perform. And I just don't know what happens. And I, I feel like, I feel like they got to move on from Dak. I know, like, um, like he seems like he's the one producing the most at times, and you know his numbers look crazy in some games. But it, it's just something about him I don't like. I just feel like they should move on from him, and it, it probably might work out for them. So if they move on for them, since you've you've thrown this out here, I'm curious now. What do they do? Do they draft? Do they sign a veteran? Do they go into I the play, draft and try I, to do I that? I play for Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers or someone like that because I think with the the wide receiving core they have, they can make it work. I do feel like if they get someone like that in there, they can they can make it work. Sometimes Dak just doesn't. I, he's like underwhelming. I, I I think they need. I agree with Damon. I don't know if it's getting rid of Dak, but they just they need a shakeup. Like they've just been so stale for so long. Like they just. They like barely made the playoffs and barely make it and then lose. And then it's just like same thing over and over again. It's like, all right, let's run it back with this guy. Let's run it back with this guy. And it's like every step of the way, it's never quite clicked. So, I mean, until they kind of do it, it's hard to sit here and say they're for real because it's like I've seen this before and it just kind of ends the same way over and over again. Well, yes, we've kind of seen this before, but we've never seen the Cowboys play this well. I, 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 I don't remember them playing this well or being this high seated in quite, quite some time. They've had always on paper uh, that they've been a playoff team, that they've been a playoff caliber team, and then they always fall flat. Uh, they, they had Tony Romo, and that was arguably the best teams that they've had in, in recent memory outside of this team this year. Uh, at one point this year, they didn't look like they could be beat at all. And now as we progress through the season, uh, now they look beatable. They're susceptible to certain things. The, their run game has become pretty much non-existent. Uh, so things are kind of faltering for them at this point in time, but they're still capable of winning because they still have those pieces outside of Gallup, who just tore his ACL. Now that's the only props that I'll give them because I <laughs> also hate the Cowboys. Uh, but in all honesty, I think what Harrison said at the beginning of his statement is how the road stacks up for them. 
because yeah. that would tell a lot for them and where they're going to go and who they're going to play. Uh, just, but I guess we just have to see after week it's 18. Just hard. It's just hard to buy stock in any uh, NFC East team. Like that division is so bad. It is. Like, like, <laughs> it really and is. They went five and zero. <laughs> really they went five and zero in it, which is which is great. And they'll probably go six and zero. But it's like it's just so bad. Like so so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's like it, the Patriots and the and the AFC East for so many years. Like, it's just so bad. Like, of course they're going to win that division, and of course they're going to get a bye. And all you got to do is win two games. Like, true, very, very true. Uh, I I would like to see how that would play out now if Tom was still there. I mean, they'd probably still win, but uh, you know, with the Bills and whatnot. But yeah. Outside of the Bills, <laughs> it's still the same thing. Again, you still have again, the, same the Jets thing. in like, Miami. Yeah, it's still every same couple thing. years, the Bills, Dolphins, and Jets would swap. Like, okay, we might be competent. Yeah. Right now. Like, <laughs> and the Patriots same, always remain the same. Yep, same it's true. So the team that uh, beat the Cowboys this week, uh, as I mentioned earlier, was the Cardinals. Uh, led by Kyler Murray, had a great game. This is a definitely a bounce-back game for them. Uh, they still don't have D-Hop, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, for those that don't know. Um, did the Cardinals prove that they got their swagger back as they started off the season, what was it, 7-0, 11-0? 7-0, excuse me. Um, do you think that they are who – who we thought they were before, or do you also think that they're a pretender who, what as well? I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> if they get, if they get Hopkins back there in the mix or whenever they get him back there in the mix, their, okay. their offense is good enough. Um, Tyler's he's, he's good. He's a star really. I mean, he's, he's a great player. He's had his lulls. He's got to stay healthy. <laughs> um, so there's got all their question marks are re- related to health for me. Because um, when they're on the field, they're they're as good as anyone. Dave? Yeah, man, I, I agree. No drop hop. They get him back and everyone stays healthy. They can do something. And I feel like, you know, what we were touching on with Dak, I feel like Kyler has that that it factor. You know, he's going to make all the right plays. He, you're going to have confidence in him. You know, he just looks like, all right, I'm, I'm going to take this into my own hands and make it happen. Yeah, for me too. It's like it's the Russell Wilson thing again. It's like the same kind of system. Like young quarterback, if you ask him to do too much, you're gonna you're gonna fail. The reason mm-hmm. the Seahawks made those two championships right off the bat is because they relied on other things. The other things the Cardinals need to rely on is that wide receiving core, and they need De- DeAndre Hopkins. And if they don't have him, then they're out. How long Just, is he out for? I don't know. I don't think anybody potentially knows wild back. potentially yeah. wild card. Um, okay. Just to give the the listeners an idea any biracial quarterback Harrison is a absolute fan of which is why you've heard him mention Russell Wilson twice as we have nothing to talk about the Seahawks at all on this show yeah. today. I wonder um, where he's gonna go <laughs> I, um, I can't wait to pick my new favorite team yep he's he's definitely gonna go to wherever he goes Russell, that's for sure. Russell hey. that's pepper accessory game uh, yep that's Harrison bring guy. me back to Philly oh uh, yeah no um oh, if, if, if Russell came to if, first off, if Russell comes to Philly, Harrison, you are not allowed back. So just to give you guys, <laughs> I, I, Harrison left you try, the Eagles. You try and stop me. Uh, I, it won't be too hard. I'll chop through you, your old legs. Do you legs. still have your Eagle stuff in that box, Harrison? I, of course I do. Yeah, he's he's got a savior for a rainy day. He probably pulled it out when they won the Super Bowl. Um, I'll tape on that number three so fast, boy. Wow, wow. Um, so the Rams, <laughs> the Rams are the team that I believe 
will win the Super Bowl this year. But not if Matthew Stafford keeps playing the way that he has been playing, which he always seems to put his his foot in his own mouth. Uh, and he is a pick machine. And I don't <laughs> get it. I don't understand it. Uh, but it's starting to make more sense why he never, ever made it to uh, the playoffs with Lions um, or won a playoff game, actually, uh, with the Lions. And he had Megatron. So that says a lot there in itself. Um do you think that the Rams are are a contender or a pretender? Uh, they have Cooper Cup, who's balling mm. the hell out of having one of the best seasons a wide receiver can have. They have OBJ on defense. They have arguably, in my opinion, the best player we've probably seen in the last 10 years on either side of the football and Aaron Donald. And they also have Von Miller. So, oh, and Jalen Ramsey, who is this Swiss army knife of all Swiss army knife. So do you think, with all those pieces that I mentioned, that they can truly make a push for the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm biased. <laughs> go ahead, Dan. No, go ahead. I already got it. Yeah, I mean, I think that they'll make that push. I think it'll come down to if the Packers and or the Packers be hosting them at home and you got to play at Lambeau when it's four degrees. Mm, I don't see it for them. But if Packers get knocked out and Rams are against someone else, then, um, yeah, yeah, they make it to the Super Bowl. Uh, they're obviously the second favorite um, in, in the NFC, which I've said said time and time again on this podcast right now that I don't believe in any team there. Mm-hmm. Um, and if, like I said, if I had to pick, it would be the Packers. And I think they'll run into the Packers sometime down the line and the Packers will be home. And I don't think they're getting over that mountain. Okay. I think that's a valid point. Dame, what do you think? I mean, I would really like for them to pull it off, but, you know, you started with the coup de grace for me. Um, Matthew Stafford just has to perform. Like, he doesn't even – you don't even have to do anything. Like, this to me is, like, the closest team to that Ravens defense where you only had to score seven points to win. Like, you can make that happen. <laughs> you just control time of possession, move the ball, and put the defense in good field. But, you know, he doesn't even have to score, like, 20, 30 points a game. doesn't. But I don't I don't trust him. So it's like it's very like, you know, iffy for me. But I would like them to because I really like Jalen Ramsey. I like Aaron Donald, you know. I'm a little biased for those two. So but we'll see what happens. Well, you mentioned something about performing. Um, and this quarterback definitely does not perform well at all, in my opinion. And that would be Baker Mayfield, um, <laughs> who is the quarterback for the He's Browns. So um, <laughs> well, you already know what Dame's opinion is on him. Uh, <laughs> is it time for the Browns to move on from Baker Mayfield? My answer is an emphatic yes. So that's where I stand. And I think uh, my track record on this show shows that too. I think he's Johnny Manziel 2.0. So, uh, Harrison, well, actually, Dame, we'll, I'll start with you since I know you and I have had a uh, secret fandom for the Browns over the year. <laughs> Listen, I would just like to say that when the Browns were absolutely nothing, I bet money on them to, <laughs> to win six games. They won five. It didn't go well. <laughs> um, you know, man. They just make bad decisions. Like, I just feel like they do the wrong thing. Like, I don't I don't know what it is. Like, I don't understand, like, why they stuck with Baker so much, like, for so long. I just don't see it. Like, I don't, I don't really have much to say. They frustrate me, like, so bad. <laughs> like, they just make me angry. 
Like the OBJ thing is terrible. Like not only do you bring Odell there, but now like Jarvis Landry's numbers weren't what they were beforehand. And he's a quality two guys from LSU again, the originators, in my opinion, right? <laughs> it's like, yo, he's they're open, throw them the ball. Like, at what point is it his fault? Or what point do you just bench him or do something drastic? So that's a no for Baker just staying with the Browns. <laughs> he's trash. Okay. All so right. when you when you ask this question, I just my mind immediately goes to that like Browns t-shirt with all the quarterbacks on it. <laughs> so the long line of quarterbacks they've had. So for me, it's uh it's probably, but he should probably stay because I don't trust in the Browns front office to get anyone better. Uh so he's <laughs> the longest tenured quarterback since Bernie Kosar. That is very, very so true. That Bernie Kosar left in 1993. The list of quarterbacks after him are, I'm just going to read it because it's hilarious. <laughs> Testaverde, Tim Couch, Doug Peterson, Kelly Holcomb, Jeff Garcia, Trent Dilfer for one year, Charlie Fry for one year, Derek mm. Anderson for two years, Brady Quinn for one year, Colt McCoy lasted two years. Shocker. <laughs> Brandon Whedon, Jason Campbell lasted one year, Brian Hoyer, Josh McGown, Cody Kessler, Deshaun Kaiser, one year. Those that are was all terrible QBs. All terrible. Now, Baker Mayfield is on year four. Uh, I mean, you can move on, but to what? <laughs> like, uh, like, I mean, it's it, – I don't know. Yeah, they have the pieces. I agree. Like, they got, you know, Chubbs. They had the receivers. Uh, I mean, the line's been suspect. I, I don't know. I mean, Yeah. I guess what he commands on the market money-wise, obviously he's probably going to make that decision for him, but to move on. Yeah, probably. But to what? I don't know. I think these are, I think it's, it's pretty hard to dispute a list such as that. Um, So I will leave it with Baker should probably go. Is is he still on his rookie deal? I hope so. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yes. Because they, they pushed it off several years now mm-hmm. and said they didn't want to pay him because they want to see what Baker is going to do. And they've said that yes. like, for the past two and a half years already. So now I so just now listed I... the quarterbacks that started the year too, by the way, there, there was more in there. Like their RG three had some games, Johnny, Manziel, All right, okay. All right, Brian bro. Hoyer, right. Seneca, Jake RG three, bro. Oh gosh. That's, <laughs> I mean, I think, I bro. think we got the point here. I think we got the One, point here. Three, four, five, so the team that beat, the Steelers, which I don't think it was uh, that hard of a feat, even though the Steelers made it look like it was. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, ben, ben, Big Ben, played his last home game, um, <clears throat> or so it seems so far, uh, but it will be his last home game. Uh, it's funny to see – not funny. Uh, it was nice to see that he got his, his, his flowers by the Steelers. He's been with them for I think 18 years at this point. Uh, he had his, his, his walk around the stadium or halfway around the stadium, slapping fans hands, probably wouldn't have done that with COVID. Uh, but walking around <laughs> and getting his love, it, it was, it was nice to see even with all the controversy. And I gotta be honest, I'm not a fan of, of Ben Roethlisberger. I think he's one of the players that got too many chances, but again, the NFL allows, those type of people to thrive uh, regardless if he's changed his uh, stripes at this point in time, I still have my feelings towards Ben, but this moment uh, was huge for him. I know it had to be emotional as it is for anybody that's leaving something that has done something uh, pretty much for half of their lifetime. Uh, 
But there's an interesting stat that I, I did see that they played on ESPN. He's one of three NFL players to throw for 60,000 yards and win two Super Bowls. The other yeah. two is Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. So he is a sure thing when it comes to the Hall of Fame. Uh, he will be there no matter what. Um, I, I want to see what your guys' thoughts are on Ben's legacy. We don't, trust me, we don't have to be here for long. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a big, big Ben guy either. Um, just something about him kind of always rubbed me the wrong way a little bit. But you can't deny his greatness. I feel like he's definitely been overshadowed. Um, by Brady and Manning's era but he's a warrior man like that dude has 18 seasons never had a losing season which is a cool stat Uh, Mike Tomlin he's been there for 15 of them Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season Um, so and then another cool stat that I saw uh, he was 13 and 0 on Monday Night Football which is wild (laughs) that's crazy that's crazy that's crazy (laughs) so he's a big time player and then I think he's the second winningest quarterback in Brown Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you wrote it back to the Browns for us. Thank you. Thank you. So, um, no, nah, I mean, you know, you got to respect his legacy. I mean, he's 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 absolutely a Hall of Famer, like you said. Um, he's done it for so long. He's an Iron Man. Um, but, yeah, just hats off to him. Dave? Harrison, he hit it on the head, man. Big Ben's a baller. Numbers don't lie. He shows up. Those Ravens-Steelers games were amazing. Like, yes, they were. I Sometimes I wonder how he's so slow <laughs> but so fast at the same time. Well, don't, yeah, don't forget, when in his beginning of his career, he was a, an elusive quarterback. And I use it's that term crazy. elusive very loosely. But <laughs> he was definitely able to get away and be able to still throw it down the field. I mean, he's he also had two back-to-back games that he threw six touchdowns. So it always, yeah, it just always <laughs> seemed like you could never bring him down. Like yes. any of those big moments, yeah. he was always making the play. And like you said, the most valuable thing in the NFL is just being available, and he For always sure. was because of his best ability so. is availability. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. All right. Well, enough of Big Ben. Uh, <laughs> let's get into uh, uh, Week 18. So normally we do picks. Uh, Sam and I, uh, we haven't done them in a while. Uh, also, congratulations to Sam on the birth of his 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 lovely child. Uh, love you, Sam. I know you will be back next week. Um, Good luck. Congratulations. Yeah, congrats. <laughs> this is coming from a guy that also had his second child. Speak from uh, <laughs> so it's a let's real get, game changer. <laughs> let's get right into some picks. Uh, gentlemen, so at the 430 uh, Saturday game, Chiefs Browns, uh, excuse me, Chiefs Broncos, who do you guys got? Harrison, I'll go with you first on this one. Um, Chiefs clinched already. Uh, they're yeah. they clinch a playoff spot, yes. Mm-hmm. But they didn't clinch these the number these, one seed. These are always tough because you never know who's going to truly play. Uh, oh, I know, I know. <laughs> um, I'm a, I'll go Chiefs. Dame, Chiefs. Okay, I'm also going Chiefs. Uh, Cowboys, Eagles, eight fifteen p.m. Saturday. Uh, Dame, who do you got? Eagles. Harrison? Hmm. I'm going to go with the Cowboys. I'm also going to go with the Cowboys, which is oh, extremely the- hard for me to say. 
Uh, but the Eagles, the Eagles also have 12 players on the COVID list right now, so they may not make it in their key players. And they <laughs> Can also... Can I change left. my pick? I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know that. No, back, no backseas. You made your choice. No, you can change your pick if you like to. <laughs> no, no, I'm sticking with it. I'm going to see it through, my boy. <laughs> I appreciate it. This is, right. double, this is doubly hard because it's the last week. You don't know who's going to play and COVID. Correct. Correct. So we're just throwing we're just gonna throw I'm a dart at the wall. Just throwing darts I'm out sticking here. with the Eagles. Okay, I appreciate that. Um, the next pick. Oh, that's cool. My screen just wanted to act up. Um, Packers Lions. Mm. Harrison. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care who the Packers roll out there. It's the Packers. <laughs> Dave. Packers, bro. Uh, it's Packers. A clean sweep. Uh, Colts Jags. Dame. Uh, um hold on let me get a coin (laughs) (laughs) let's do uh let's do the jags man let's see oh my god wow the jags already clinched the last the top pick i I think think they did yes yes who do you Uh, got i'm still gonna i'm still going with the uh with the Colts. Uh, <laughs> I, I have to go with the Colts because the Colts are still fighting for the playoffs, so they will have yeah, they will, uh, playing, so they're not losing to the Jags. Jacksonville uh, has a habit of ruining people's day, man. Yeah, that's not going to happen not this long. year. Uh, <laughs> Washington football team against the Giants. This is going to be a terrible game. Oh, uh, Harrison, couldn't pay me. You couldn't pay me enough money to watch this game. <laughs> so <laughs> you pick the Washington football team is what you're saying. Sure. Okay. <laughs> sure. Why not? <laughs> Dave? Do I really have to answer this? Yes, you do. Let's go. Oh, my God. Um, let's, go with the, let's go with the Washington football team. I'm definitely going to Washington football team because Lane Johnson, an offensive lineman for the Eagles, has more touchdowns than any wide receiver on the Giants. So I'm just going to put that out there. Uh, Bears, Vikings, <laughs> Harrison. Ooh, that's kind of fun. Uh, Vikings. Okay. Dave? No reason why. I have no idea. <laughs> I like the Vikes. I'm going Bears. I hope Justin Fields gets some burn. Uh, Dame, Titans, Texans. Titans. Harrison? Titans as well. Normally I would go Titans, but this is the type of game that the Texans would actually win, and they've done this several (laughs) times throughout this year. So I'm going to go with Texans. Uh, Steelers, Ravens. This is a game that Steelers can potentially get into the playoffs, and I think the Ravens need this to also get into the playoffs. So, Dame, who do you have? I cannot betray the Ravens. So I have Ravens. Okay. Harrison? Uh, Ravens home. I'm going to go Ravens too. It's a clean sleep. Ravens. Uh, Bengals, Browns. Uh, I'm going to answer for all of us. It is going to be the Bengals. Burrow, um, burrow. Because <laughs> I already know none of us are going for the Browns. So let's just get that one out the way. I don't um, know. Yeah, stop lying. Uh, stop <laughs> the Niners, Rams. Uh, Harrison? Niners Rams. Let's see. Are you? Do the Niners mm-hmm. need this to see in the playoffs? Uh, yeah, yes, they, they do. do. They do. And the Rams are trying to get the number one or secure the no, number. Packers one. Wrapped they tried, it up. They wrapped it up. Yeah. So I think they're are they fighting for I'm the number go, two? Uh 12 and 4. Yeah, they're fighting for number two with the Bucks. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Niners. I think they got a little more to a little more to play for. Game. Rams. Rams. 
Um, <laughs> I, I, I have Rams as well. Uh, Panthers, Buccaneers, Dame. Bucks. Harrison. Bucks. Clean sweep, Bucks. Seahawks, Cardinals. Harrison. Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, Harrison. <laughs> uh, Cardinals are going to keep it rolling. Okay. Dame? Wow, you just abandoned Russell like that? You sure did. That, Seahawks team, naked and cold. that Seahawks team is awful, bro. So, it is. You know, y'all going to stick by him, huh? I see mm. Um, no, he's I gonna be am... on the Eagles next year. We out, <laughs> fly Eagles. Fly. <laughs> um, no, um, light skin McNabb. McNabb is really all I've been, <laughs> this is all I've been like waiting that. for. Oh, gosh, this is all everything I've been waiting for. Uh, Bro, Dame, go ahead, choose. wait before I answer, Brandon. People make mistakes in life. Can you let him back in? He <laughs> was hurt, bro. Absolutely, he was not. hurt as much trash as he talked to me about the Eagles when they were losing. No, no, he's well, not allowed back. I just want to make sure that I'm still an honorary Eagles fan. I watch plenty you, of games. You are because you've watched plenty okay. of games with me. Harrison, not so much. Okay. All right. Yeah. I also ends up on the Giants, too. I'm out, too. Wow. Oh, All gosh. Right. All right. Anyways, we're done with you here. Um, Cardinals? I'm going Cardinals. I'm also going with the Cardinals. Clean, clean sleep. Uh, sweep. Can't speak. Mm. Uh, Patriots. Dolphins. Uh, Dame. <laughs> The Patriots, Dolphins, ew. Uh, let's go, Patriots. Harrison. Mac Jones. Who? Oh, my He's really gosh. trying to get this to stick. I'm also <laughs> going with the Patriots as well. Uh, Saints, Falcons, Harrison. Ooh. Um, Saints. I'm going to make that, that playoff bubble interesting. That's my uh, – Pick as well, Dame. Same, same pick. Uh, Jets, Bills. <laughs> uh, I don't know why we're laughing. Uh, Dame, who do you got? Uh, I'm gonna go with the Bills. It's a tough one to make the season, but the Bills, my brother. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go with the Bills as well. Harrison, who do you got? Uh, Bills already in the playoffs. No really room to move up too much. Maybe a little bit. I'm going to go with the Jets. I knew he was going to try to find a way so to legal the Jets with the in there. Jets, but leave Russell, Russell Wilson? Yep, he sure did. And Russell's My picks got are based record. on who has stuff to play for and who doesn't. The Bills, they don't – why? Why are they playing Josh Allen that game? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I hope they don't, but teams have done, done dumber things. Uh, Chargers – would be the Bills to do that, they, too. They would. Yeah, um, Chargers, Raiders. I'm just going to go right over it, and I'm going to go Chargers. Um, for this particular one, I would like to know if they're the playoff stipulations. I, didn't, I haven't paid attention to that team, those two teams. I those, think they both have both a chance, the bubble. yeah, uh -huh, to get a wild card. Um, they're both nine Der and seven. Herbert and Carr healthy. Yep. Is Derwin James available? Yes. Chargers. Okay. Harrison, who's home? Raiders. Hmm. I'm going Chargers too. All right. So another clean sweep. And those are our picks of the week. Uh, that is probably, this is like the worst week to probably bet ever uh, because you <laughs> don't know what you're going to get, uh, period. But let's get to the NBA because right now I also don't know what we're going to get or who we're going to get in the NBA finals. Uh, so let's just get right into this. Um, so far, 
this season has been a pretty interesting season with some star players not playing because of their personal choices, as we've talked about in this podcast before. Uh, some teams that nobody saw uh, absolutely uh, being in first place uh, to Steph Curry proving that he is the greatest shooter of all time and continue to do that. And the Warriors are only getting stronger with Klay Thompson apparently coming back on Sunday. Um, the Lakers, who knows what's going on with that, but let's just start right there with them. So do the Lakers need to make moves? And are there any moves that they can make at this point in time to save their season? Do they trade Russell Wilson or Westbrook, excuse me, He's got Russell Wilson in my head now. Goodness gracious. Yeah, Do they trade Westbrook? Does plain clothes, a.k.a. AD, a.k.a. Anthony Davis, <laughs> make an impact on this season? Your thoughts, gentlemen, on all that I've said when it comes to the Lakers. Um, I would like to start off here Go by ahead. saying, I believe, I don't know you were there for this, uh, Hayes, but Harrison and I, we both were saying all the Lakers had to do was get Damian Lillard, and I they was- just couldn't do that. I was in that chat, which is why I put this question in here, so you can share with the world the, the thoughts that the three of us uh, have. Do they, do they need to make moves? Yes, absolutely. Can they make moves? No. What are they doing? I mean, you can't move Russell Westbrook. He's got two years left at $47 million. Who it Who is taking that? Nobody. Ooh, nobody. Nobody. So you got what you got, um, and you better hope it gels. Hopefully, as long as they make the playoffs, they'll be okay. Do you well? Do you think they can make the playoffs? Because I think at this point in time, if they make the playoffs, they're going to be uh, the last seed. Period. Uh, because there's a lot of good teams that are ahead of them, and a lot of good players that are coming back uh, that teams were just missing to to give them that push. You got Clay coming back. You have uh, <laughs> well. First of all, that alone with the Warriors. You have to give them their props. Draymond should make the, the all-star team with what he's been doing this season and what he's averaging a double-double. Uh, Steph is Steph. You have Gary Payton Jr., who's balling out. You have Poole, who's absolutely killing it. You got Clay coming back. You got Wiseman coming back. The the plays that they've uh, the picks that they've made uh, since Clay has been down has been wild. Uh, so they're almost going to be full strength. You got the Suns out here that are absolutely. <laughs> amazing with what they put together and Chris Paul was that missing piece I just don't know if they could get over that hump I think last year was the best chance that they actually were going to have to to win <clears throat> but then you also have the the Jazz you have uh you have what's you have the Nuggets who was getting Jamal Murray back uh looks like soon uh so I don't know what the Lakers really do to to make a push and, and I think it all really falls upon Plain clothes, because he's always in his plain clothes, because he never plays. Do you think that was a big mistake for the Lakers to trade for him? Uh, no, they got a championship out of it. Yeah, definitely not a bad move. Okay. I think, you know, when he's healthy, he's still, and, he's, and obviously we saw it in the bubble, he's still top five. Like, he's still a freak of nature when he's healthy and engaged and, and wants to play uh, offensively and defensively. Um, it's just, he's just always hurt. <laughs> always hurt mr glass that, you know, sometimes it's the fault it's no most of the time it's no fault of his own some of the injuries are weird very weird um but you know when he gets on the floor he's dangerous and any team with lebron is still dangerous and i guess you know you got so realistically 
the top four seeds are out. I mean, you got Golden State, Phoenix, Utah, and Memphis. They're all at 24 wins and above. And then that next bracket is Denver, Dallas, Clippers, Lakers, Timberwolves, Kings. Those are all hovering around 18 wins or so. Um, and then that then the bottom falls out the West. So honestly, I don't see any of those teams outside the 10 kind of creeping in there. So the Lakers do have a chance in that play-in game as long as they get the 10 seed. And from there, I mean, if you got LeBron and AD in a one-game situation, I'm going to take LeBron and AD no matter who else is on the roster. 100%. So they don't technically have to get the eight seed anymore because we have that play-in game now. Uh, so, yeah, they're, they're going to make the playoffs kind of by default because the West is just a little bit weaker this year. I mean, Portland is terrible. Oklahoma City is – they're fun but terrible. The Pelicans <laughs> – Zion, where, where are you, man? And then the Rockets are also <laughs> awful. Uh, so unless the Spurs, like, turn it up and start to make a run um, and then the Kings are truly, truly for real, the Lakers will have that chance at the end of the year in that playing game, no matter if it's the 6, 7, or uh, 7, 8, 9, or 10. Uh, so, and then I'm, I'm taking LeBron and AD in those situations every single time. First off, free De'Aaron Fox. Um, Word. I think we're getting, we're getting robbed of not seeing this young man across your tv screen why, why they year. haven't made the simmons fox trade already is beyond me <laughs> I, I i don't That's know crazy. now harrison because i know you're a lebron stan um <laughs> look i'm just a lebron appreciator appreciate greatness yeah, like i said lebron stan. i've been on that train um, longer than anybody else so don't tell me different I, whoa I we, slow down we, we, mm-hmm. calm down i don't think we question it i just called you lebron stan is what i started this off with wasn't lebron the against ride. the play-in game uh yeah well, as is funny. everyone for pretty, some reason i don't know why it should be very much yeah for it. yeah I was just, <laughs> it's gonna have to understand. save him this year is why i mean everyone's complaining luca luca complained about it lebron i'm like what about luca needs, win a, the games, luca needs to worry just, about porzingis and staying healthy that's what luca needs to worry i love about. the playing game just win the games exactly um so my last question i know i asked if do they trade russ and harrison made the point that russ is still with the lakers for two years after Russ's two years are up with the Lakers, if they decide to keep him the full two years, does anybody pick Russ up again? With the way that he's played over the past three to four years? That's a good question. It's a great question. Um, he'll be 34. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's still got he's still got life left. Um, I don't know where that will be. His game is it's tough. It hasn't it hasn't aged well. Not at all. Not at <laughs> it's all. Not aged. Well. Uh, the Knicks will uh, give him a shot. <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong. Uh, you're not wrong at all. Um, mm-hmm. I can definitely see that happening, and I know it'll make one one very light skinned fellow very that upset one, throughout the whole year, which I kind of hope that that one, happens. <laughs> that one will be very interesting though, because that's obviously his career is kind of going to be a mirror image. Like at the end of his career is going to be a mirror image of Carmelo's. Yep, I was thinking and that very very so much. It's so like, yeah. It just doesn't age well, and if he can find a way to be effective, um, great. There's Carmelo's still talented. Yes, um, he is. It's just, it's just tough when you don't when you can't do the things you used to be able to do. Yeah, you become a shell of yourself. You still want to do certain things you want to do. I think mm-hmm. we all realize that when we get to certain ages in our life too. Um, the Nets are getting Kyrie back. When you guys hear this, uh, Kyrie. So that that's the schedule to come back. Uh, does this? Now, the, the Nets are number two behind the Bulls, uh, which we're going to talk about very shortly. Uh, does this make them the team to beat in the East, even though Kyrie cannot play 
home games. He can only play away games. <laughs> the Nets are currently 23 and 12, got blown out by the Grizz last night. Uh, does this make them number one in the East with him with his return? Dame, I'll start no. with you. No, I'm still going Bulls, man. I like the Bulls. You're going Bulls. For me, it's the Bucks. Okay. But but the Nets had them beat, man, and that was without um, Harden and Kyrie. Kyrie. (laughs) Harden was out there, but Harden was not out there. Wait, did I misunderstand the question? It was just them ending in first place, right? Our team to beat. The team to beat in the East. Oh, So that would technically be first place. Any team Kevin Durant on it. Okay. I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't doesn't see... change your pick then. Yeah. Or no, you said you like the Bulls, right? Yeah. Yeah. I thought he was saying, um, uh, you know, who would be oh, first win. in the East? Yeah. The win. Yeah. I, I, uh, I, I so think if the, the question, is... if the question is first, I, I do think the Bulls will continue this way. I think they're, they're for real. Right. Um, to come out the East, I think it's the Bucks or the Nets. 100%. Okay. Uh, I think they are the team to be in the East. Um, I think that also can change depending on what the new mayor in New York does too, because he could yeah, also change. allow <laughs> make changes for players that are unvaccinated to play home, which means that Kyrie can play in every single game, which means the Nets would be at full strength of all time, which a huge factor here, this would allow uh, KD and James Harden to get rest, which they're currently not able to get at this point in time as they both have to play certain minutes and more than probably Steve Nash wants them to play. Um, I do think that they will, I think they will charge all the way up and take over the number one seed again. Um, the Bulls are hot right now, but I think they're going to cool down, but I don't think they're going to go out of the top three at all this year is my, my definite uh, opinion on that one. Uh, so that's for the next question was the, uh, the Bulls, do they keep, do they keep this up? They're, they're 25 and 10 right now. They're in first place. Um, again, I think they're going to probably ride first place into, um, into the all-star game, but then I think we'll see what the bulls really are at that point in time, because that's when teams really start to kind of come into their own and you really see if they had that chance. Um, so I think they, they will remain in the top three and it'll be between the nets, the bucks and the bulls. Um, but I think with the experience that the bucks have, I think with the Nets and the superpower that they are, I think it's going to be Nets, Bucks, and then Bulls uh, to to round out the top three. Uh, Harrison, what do you think? I think the Bulls are going to keep continuing doing what they're doing. I think they'll end up as the one. They just have so much depth. It's out of control um, all across the board. They play two big guards with Lonzo and, and Caruso and DeRozan and Levine. Like They're just stacked across the board. Um, and if they can get Vucevic to like do a little like something, just mm-hmm. poke his dead body and just do something, <laughs> um, they're just going to continue to roll. I think, um, you know, I don't think they'll run away with it. I think it'll be close. I just, I just don't see the Nets turning it on like that. They just, they're too cool, man. They just, they take games off. They go through lulls. And if they were like 100% going all cylinders, no question. KD, Kyrie, and Harden, are you kidding? But uh, to me, the Bulls just play hard every night, and I think they'll be rewarded for that. Um, and then the Bucks, they did it last year, so they, they don't have that fire to, to win the regular season again. Um, they'll, they'll rest Giannis and, and Drew and a few guys down the stretch because um, they, they don't really need that. 
uh, so to speak. So um, Bulls for me. Dave? Yeah, I'm going with the Bulls, man. I feel like, you know, they, they're not devious at all. They just play good basketball together. It really seems like they like playing with each other. Like, you know what I'm saying? They move the ball. That's really tough to beat when you're just – everyone's efficient and you can move the ball the way that they do. Um, you know, I like KD a lot. I just feel like there's too many emotions on the Nets for them to to really pull something together and make, like, that type of run, like Harrison said, like turning it on. I just don't see it. I feel like uh, – and it's one thing I noticed with all three of them. If something – maybe James Hart is the only person, like, if you tick him off, he'll go at you every single time. But the other two, I'm just uncertain with, you know, mental state wise, like what they feel like doing that day. Cause they're very capable. It's just, do they feel like doing it? Um, I, have I, disagree to, with Harry. I have to argue that because watching pretty much most of the games this year, KD has been absolutely locked in. And I don't think he's taken any games off this year. James Harden, on the other hand, this year, I think he has definitely taken games off this year. Uh, but I don't think KD has but at you, this point in time. And his mentality this year has kind of been in attack mode. He's just been off certain games. And, and that's exactly my point. You said this year. And who knows that they continue it. Like, it's not like someone like LeBron who just comes out and his business as usual. Like, you don't know what's going to do it. Like, it's a ticking yeah. time bomb, you know? That's what Dane, worries like, me about them. KD's been doing this for a long stretch, but he has been thrown off before and just, like, goes through these periods. Like, I don't feel like it. Like, you know, yeah. no, like they still got drama. Like they're still going to go with Kyrie one game and then not the next. And then one yeah. game. And not, yeah. It's like, it's just, there's too much baggage there. Fair. That's yeah. fair. Um, the Bucks, I, I did want to, Harrison makes a, a good point about the hunger. Cause I think the only person that really wants to get back as bad as the first time is Giannis. And it requires the entire team to do that. So I don't see it happening, but if it was all on Giannis's, <laughs> energy i would go with them <laughs> i think they after legacy i think they also mm-hmm. lost uh, a couple pieces with the bucks like i think that pj tucker uh going to the yeah. heat i think that was a, a huge loss for them because that's that's somebody that that is literally a gnat he's a nerve he bothers whoever he's defending and it's normally the best player on the team so losing that it mm-hmm. kind of rotates who has to guard the best player on the team which means that you have to put certain energy out and that's normally Giannis having to rotate play more defense and they're not going to try to compromise him with that um I hear that but Kevin Durant still gave 40 to whoever was on him on the Bucks uh, last year well, that's so sad I mean, <laughs> I mean <laughs> KD he still KD. put 40 on PJ Tucker's head so yeah, it's like he was KD, doing a KD. good job and it seemed like he annoyed him but KD still had 40 Yeah, you're not stopping that, man. Um, As I mentioned earlier, Clay is coming back, and apparently he's coming back Sunday against the Cavs. Um, The disrespect that they showed the the Cavs. (laughs) Um, Cavs are good, man. Does this – I know. I know they are. Uh, Does this make the Warriors the number one team to beat, or can the Suns run it back? Mm, Harrison? (laughs) (laughs) Um, as much as I, I love the sons of what they're, what they've done. Um, I, I think it will be those two teams kind of again, uh, but the Warriors, uh, I think will prevail this year. Uh, they are super deep again. Um, just got like, something to prove. Same, same thing as the bulls. They got, yeah, they got something to prove, but they also move the ball incredibly well. Um, I don't think clay will be anywhere near what he used to be coming back. I have question marks with clay. 
but I don't think it matters too much. I think they still, without Clay, would even have enough to beat the Suns. Okay. Dane? Um, it's tough, man. That that Clay Thompson question mark is, is makes it like really difficult to just give him 100%. I, I don't know that he'll be able to play defense the way he did. Shooting, I don't. I think he'll be fine shooting. I think it would contribute offensively, but I don't know. It's a lot going on over there, Suns. I think I'm just gonna go to opposite of Harrison just to be devil's advocate because I, I, I the book, <laughs> he he wants revenge, bro. He he's. I think he's ready to like really just go full dog mode. And Chris Paul is another maniac. I would like some something to happen with Aiden, like unlocking some sort of potential like doing something different down the stretch like in in those big games if, if we don't get warriors Suns western conference finals i'll feel robbed the, 100%. the, the two well. times or they played two or three times already maybe three the times they played already those games have been incredible phenomenal. yeah phenomenal uh i i'm going with the warriors um i don't think clay is going to be full clay uh, right away, but I also know that modern medicine has come a long way, <laughs> and it's allowed players that had injuries before that were career-ending or or slowing, uh, slow up what they used to be and make them basically a shell themselves. I think that's going to be completely different. I think they've invested a lot of time into to Clay to make sure that he he gets back. So I don't know what Clay we're going to get, but my guess is going to be that we're going to get uh, the old Clay back. But I just don't think this first year we're going to get the Clay in its full in its full uh, glory that it is. I think next year you'll actually see Clay back to where man. he was. I'm thinking he's oh, going to take the KD uh, path. I know he's been I gone know. a long time. I know. Yes, we got pre pre COVID Clay. And post COVID Clay, that's how long he's been gone. He's Louise. It's true. It's true. But, but I hasn't I he been sorry? Hasn't he been like really doing basketball workouts for like the last five months or something like that? Or yeah, but I mean, he like, he also had a setback, which he was ready to come back. What was oh, yeah. it like? Was it like a year and a half ago, Harrison? He was ready to come back and then mm-hmm. injured himself again, and yeah, yeah, yeah. then it progressed it was further pushed out so i mean i don't know I love, what clay we get but i hope I we like, get a clay i like clay i love watching him play so hopefully um he yes. gets back to something something I, used to be i i just love what like you said i love the depth that they have uh as the, the who's the gm of the warriors um bob meyer still yes uh, what he's done in the players that he's put in place uh, i think it's absolutely phenomenal so I guess we'll just have to see. But enough of that. <clears throat> My last question. Does Ben Simmons play this season? <laughs> Dave, I'll start with you. I don't know, man. Like, I, I, I'm really shocked that this hasn't been resolved yet. Like, every time I look at it, it's like it's it's pretty insane. I want to say yes, like, you know, something will happen at the All-Star game or, like, that weekend before the trade deadline or something. Because I always feel like GMs tend to, you know, hey, you know, you get, like, trade offers and you sit on it and you mull it over and you kind of see what happens closer to the trade deadline when people are more desperate. But I don't know, man. I can't really answer that one. That's really tough. I'm I'm going to go. Go ahead, ahead, Brennan. I'm going to go with – 
he will play this year if they actually trade him. Um, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I'm gonna yeah, go, he's going to play this yeah. year, uh, but for the Sacramento Kings. Yeah, I mean, that would be nice. That would be <laughs> and nice. Then that just bring that brings in the Sixers as a as a real player. Yeah, because if they they get De'Aaron Fox, I mean, good God! I, again, I, I said it before. I, the league is if you're not a avid basketball fan like the three of us are, uh, you are complete completely missing out on a blur that plays for Sacramento. When I say that this kid literally takes like three steps and he's on the other end of the court and can do so much with the basketball, it's a talent that we're kind of being deprived of because it's tucked away in Sacramento. Um, mm-hmm. So I kind of hope De'Aaron gets moved. Um, I, I still hope our boy Dane gets moved at some point. I know he's not going to ask for a trade, but good God, he's he's not getting any pieces out there. And I'm on the Lakers, bro. Um, I, I could see I could see the Sixers Portland trade eventually happening too. That would be nice. That'd and be then nice. that changes our whole conversation about the East. As, yeah, as sure with does. Fox trade. Um, but for the love of basketball, please something trade. Just <laughs> yeah, something trade. has to happen. Like it's trade, just, it's trade him or, or retired Ben Simmons because yeah, I'm something. I'm tired of your uh, your whole demeanor or whatnot. But whatever. All right, gentlemen. For, oh, for everyone that says Ben Simmons is trash, that's also not true. So, yeah, he's he's not like, trash. He's, he's been devalued so much; it's wild. When he was should have been the defensive player of the year last year. He's a phenomenal player. I think that the only gripe is that everybody is how are you still not able to shoot? Which he can <laughs> shoot, he just doesn't. Um, just doesn't. <laughs> he just doesn't. I don't know what what is up with players that go to the 76ers and have their shot adjusted or just don't shoot. Um I repeat my Yep. Man, that, that, that was hurt. so sad. That hurt a lot. So sad. Um, so this is one of our favorite games that we love to play. It's called Do You Care? Um, gentlemen, I'm just going to read a question to you and you tell me if you care or not. Pretty simple, right? So let's start. Kurt Herbstreet and Desmond Howard call out players for opting out of bowl games. Do you care? <laughs> Go ahead, Dane. Let me, let me just clarify, like, why are the players opting out? This is where you come in with your your knowledge, sir. I know why the players are opting out. <laughs> is it at this point? I'm so confused because sometimes is it a business move for the draft? Is they, it they opt out? Is it yeah, COVID draft position? No draft position. Oh, I mean, it's a business, man. I don't care that they opt out. I mean, the fans obviously want to see the players play, but I, I like it for the players because they're doing what's best for them. It's about time to take control of their lives and their future. So, okay, Harrison. Um, I mean, I guess it's a tough, do you care? Like, do I care for the bowl games and the college football as itself? No. Do I care for the players? Yeah. Like it's, it's a business and they're making business decisions. Um, bowl, bowl games are so watered down at this point that any old head that's, that's talking about them is not, this is not how bowl games used to be. There used to be eight bowl games. Now there's like 47 and everyone goes to a bowl game. Yes. Um, and, you know, I got to experience bowl games twice when I was at Tulane and they're cool and they're fun. And it's nice to put a cap to an end of the season and, and play a game one more time and and use it as training for your next year. Um, but do they matter? No, they don't matter. So if anyone's like kind of worried about injury or, or improving their draft stock, you should probably sit out. Doesn't make much sense for you to play much longer. 
Where does 100%. that stop, though? I don't know. Like for a team like, you know, Alabama or Auburn, if you lose to Alabama and you're Auburn and your season's over and you got four more games to play, what do those four games matter either? <laughs> None of it truly matters. So I think college football has like a real problem with what matters and what doesn't anymore. Um, as far as the bowl games being so watered down now, and you only have four teams that make the playoffs and only legitimately two teams and one team really has a chance to win the whole thing. So sooner or later, the bubble's kind of going to burst on college football with the fact that, you know, everyone's so invested at the beginning of the year, like, Oh, we love our team. We love our team, but does your team truly have a chance to win? No, not at all. So I guess you're just married to kind of the destiny of college football. Um, and not the end result because the end result is truly uh, Alabama, Ohio state, maybe Georgia. And that's about it. Okay. Um, that was a very in-depth, do you care for Harrison? That boy, um, good. <laughs> uh, very simple for me. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> I care about college football a little bit and it's, sounds, it's, it it's like in a it. bad, it's in a bad place. Sounds like it. I don't care where Kurt Herbstreet or Desmond Howard said, uh, to the fact of what Harris has said, it's two old heads talking about what college football used to be uh, and how it used to be played. And it's not played like that anymore. And I, Sam sent me this and I was just like, I read the whole article. I listened to what they had to say. And I laughed immediately because literally by the end of the week, the quarterback from Old Miss, Matt Coral, who is considered to be the second highest ranked quarterback sprangs his ankle in a bowl game. This is why they don't play in bowl games anymore. All right. So very, very simplistic there. Uh, old men, just mind your own business and just keep getting paid by ESPN to do the, and if the college football countdown or whatever thing that you go to the colleges and wear your headgear and stuff. Um, so COVID is running wild again, uh, and it's affecting both the NFL and the NBA, it's pretty much affecting everything. Uh, do you care? We'll start with Dame on this one. I do care. Um, you know, COVID is like just a never ending thing, it feels like. And I, I do feel like, you know, people may think it's silly, but the sports do give you an outlet. It's a lot of, it's a lot of leeway for other people to get their minds off of things. You know, obviously, safety first for the players like if they take away the fans or something like that again i don't know how serious is going to actually get because i know a lot of people are getting you know positive tests but they're not necessarily it's not as fatal as it was prior to but um i i do care about it i do want to see them keep it you know the games going and hopefully we don't have to stop it because i do enjoy watching the games and when i come home i look forward to things like that but obviously the player safety is first and you know fans too but i do care about it Harrison? Yeah, absolutely. I, I do care uh, for a lot of the same reasons as Dane. Um, you know, it, it would be, it would suck to go back to what, what we did before with, you know, no fans and uh, no games. And, you know, remember that couple months where we just didn't have anything. It was kind of, it was, it was terrible. Um, yeah. But also I, you know, I, I care because, you know, not just the players livelihoods, there's so many people behind these organizations that, that work and, and, and do a great job and, and, you know, within, you know, marketing and promotions and, and facilities and, and all that stuff, all that stuff stops if everything stops again. So I don't think we're, we'll get there to where it stops again. I think the severity of, of Omicron is, is, uh, is waning. 
and hopefully it continues to stay that way. Um, but obviously I, I do care because it's, you know, where we've been is, is not somewhere I don't think any of us want to go back to, that's for sure. Absolutely no, not. No, uh, I do care. Uh, by the way, there's also apparently another variant that they of course there will there will always continue and, and for, yeah there, there will i mean it's, it's just happening it just it's just our, our new norm so we kind of get used to it but i definitely do care because i don't want to wake up um in the mornings after i walk my puppy and turn on espn and have to watch uh japanese baseball over and over and over again every <laughs> single morning because that's all i had to look forward to sports wise it I was sk- great I skip that I did not because I needed something. I needed something. And it was just like, great, I get to have this. But it's just like, this is the only thing that I have because later on in the day, there's not going to be this. It's just catching up on a lot of old TV shows, what I was very thankful about. But uh, I think you both made extremely valid points. Uh, The fans, the players, uh, those within the organization, uh, those behind the scenes that put everything together, uh, that this is their livelihood um vendors so on and so forth uh this affects so many people uh and i don't i don't think anything's going to be shut down again i think it's nearly impossible because how stubborn we are as americans uh but i mean it kind of just is what it is at this point um and this is our new norm so it's just really trying to find new ways of getting around what happens yes there's going to be you know half of rosters uh out due to covid outbreaks and games being postponed or moved to later dates, but that's just really kind of the norm until we get this all tamed down, if ever. Um, so yeah. definitely, definitely do. These, do these NBA rosters are wild right now. Like it, shout out Mario. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Rio, <laughs> Rio's back. Rio's like, back. What? You got ISO Joe back. That's Joe Johnson, which is amazing. <laughs> I'm just um, waiting for Stefan Marbury to make his return. If he does that, I think the league would go. I think people <laughs> would lose their mind if he came back. Um, How's Jeremy Lin not on the team yet? I, don't get me started on that one. Um, last and final thing. Um, well, we got one more thing, but uh, so Dane brought it up earlier in the show. Uh, as Jalen Hurts does his normal stroll <laughs> and through okay. the tunnel, um, just calm down. Um, <laughs> as he does his normal stroll towards the tunnel, uh, gets amp where all his all the Eagles fans are. Uh, but this week was a little bit different. Uh, the fans were on the rail, and I'm sorry I laughed because it was kind of funny, but not at the same time. Uh, the railing clap collapsed at the FedEx field. Uh, fans almost fell on Jalen, almost fell on some of the people working in the tunnel, meaning security and whatnot. Uh, Jalen actually ended, ended up helping up some of the fans, smiling, embracing, taking pictures, giving them some of the, the his uh, gear and whatnot, and then proceeded to go on. Um, that was a very, very scary sight. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm wondering, do you guys – care about this situation and kind of what has transpired after if you're aware of what has happened so far i am not aware of what has happened but i'm fully aware how badly built that stadium is how how they don't maintain it how there's leaks and how the nfl like you mentioned several times throughout this (laughs) your podcast here brandon they choose to go to battle and you know reprimand who they want to they need to do something over there that railing should not ever fall. <laughs> it should be clutched to the to the cement like a mother to a newborn baby. I don't <laughs> understand like how that 
that is a future potential franchise quarterback. You have fans that can get hurt. There's so many things at play right there. Like, what, what is going on? So I'm going to give you a Dan little. Snyder's still an owner. I, <sighs> money, money, money. Yeah, you're right. I don't the know playing with the peanuts. <laughs> y'all remember that? The playing with the peanuts was insane. Did y'all know about that? What are you talking about, sir? Bro, Dan Snyder, apparently um, an airline was going out of a business or something like that. Don't quote me on it. I just remember that he bought like 10-year-old peanuts, like really old peanuts <laughs> to to put into the stadium. Oh. And someone f- found out. Oh, okay. That's, hey, doesn't add, that shady stuff. I wish I would. I wish I could say that shocked me, but that doesn't really shock me that something like that has happened there. Um, to, to give a little further information before you answer, Harrison. Um, so apparently <laughs> the security or medical staff there uh, didn't really try to help any of the people that fell. <laughs> um i'm sorry i'm laughing but i I know i know i know it's it's kind of hard not to um didn't didn't really try to give the medical attention after they fell uh nothing of the sort the security guards if you can see were just worried about getting uh them away from Jalen and then trying to get them back up in the stands that they just fell out of um (laughs) and then Jalen actually today wrote a note to the nfl and the washington football team with concerns about what happened and hoping that they could actually put something in place. So that never happens again. Um, I respect Jalen for doing that, but that call is going to fall upon deaf ears, young man, but I appreciate you so much for trying to do that. Uh, so I with that being said, is that a, is, is that a business move by him? I mean, is that could be, be. Being could his be. agent is like, Hey, yeah. It could be. It could. It could also be a troll of the Washington football team, the team that yeah. they just beat. I, I mean, the I Eagles just his, flew. God. Yeah. No, I, I saw a statement. It was. It was well done. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, do I care? Uh, no, and <laughs> I'll start caring uh, when the NFL cares. So that's never. Mm-hmm. I think that's a very, very valid response there. Um, I, I do care that fans could have <laughs> potentially been hurt, but I. I don't care for how the fans reacted. I would have laid out until somebody came and got me. Um, and there would have been a nice lawsuit. lawsuit. Yeah, I would have not moved. I don't care them if Jalen was there or not. hopped up so quick. Oh, my gosh. Like, when Jalen picked up that – the first the yeah. person that Jalen picked up, like, he looked like he looked like he was so lost. He was like, like oh, man, selfies. like, you're here? Yeah, and I started going you crazy. The, you got a photographer kicking people. I would have acted yeah, like I, I was that. so dead. I would have acted that, like I was that so angle dead. Is that angle is wild. Photog- why is he just is. kicking people? I, I, I don't <laughs> see. This is this is what happens in the. What the is going on? Crazy, bro. This is so I, bizarre. So bizarre. NFL. So, gentlemen, yep. we're coming to the end of the podcast. Uh, first and foremost, I'd like to say thank you <laughs> both for being on here. Uh, you two are absolute idiots, and I love you to death. <laughs> um, but no, in all seriousness, I appreciate you coming guys coming next, on Sam. here. Wow, Sam, you heard that. You heard that. I, I hope you heard that, Sam. Um, so, gentlemen, we know I'm going to close out by asking this question. Uh, what are you guys looking forward to this up and coming week? Uh, Dame, I'll start with you. Sports-wise, life? Um. You know, I'm just really excited for basketball, man. I haven't, like, watched basketball as much as I've watched it recently. So I- I'm really just excited to continue to watch basketball. I really want to see what the Bulls are doing. 
Um, obviously, football playoffs is going to be exciting because it's just a you know a big cluster of anything can happen. I really love when sports is kind of like this. Like, there's not like one definitive person. Like, all right, yeah. Like for a while, we know the Warriors are going to be there. We know LeBron's going to be there. And it's the same thing in football. Now, I'm pretty sure I would like to think Brady's going to be there, but the fact to have that doubt, it just puts a little more stock in each game for me. So, I, really, basketball for me and Lamelo Ball, obviously, which we did not talk about. So I'm not coming back. Thank you. Good, because there was not going to be anything to talk about with Lamelo Ball because his team sucks. <laughs> they so... do suck so bad, bro. <laughs> <laughs> they suck so bad. Uh, but Lamelo is really good. Um, Sam Sam has purchased uh, a few Lamelo rookie cards, Dean. So you you probably get a wall with Sam. You got the oh. NFTs? Uh, well, no, not those. <laughs> they're very expensive. But um, when Harrison is coming for your neck, I'm coming for those cards. <laughs> wow, gee, Sam, you got two thrusts on you. Uh, yeah. Harrison, we don't uh, miss any, anything. You looking forward to? Um, I mean, for me, it's a little bit because uh, I'm in this world right now. It's seeing what happens with. Uh, college basketball and and where uh, the coronavirus takes us. So, you know, we've been dealing with tons of cancellations and postponements the last couple of weeks um, because of teams that have had COVID and can't travel and can't field the team. So it's a little different than the NBA where we can't just sign people and bring them on. So if we don't have eight players, we can't play. So um, just kind of seeing where that goes, um, obviously affecting you know, my personal livelihood and, and our enjoyment of college basketball. Um, but kind of that's kind of what I'm all wrapped up in. Football is going to be going to be a great escape and, and relief. Like Dame said, it's good to see that parody. And then like the NBA is is phenomenal when there's parody. It's always kind of been LeBron's league um, for for most of our lives. Uh, so it's, it's kind of cool to see a whole bunch of other teams in the mix. But uh, that's kind of what I'm looking forward to. OK, cool. Um, I'm looking forward to uh, watching more of what is going to happen with the Nets as as they are my favorite basketball team. Um, I don't know what team we're going to get. Uh, they are pretty much Jekyll and Hyde, and that's pretty crazy to have that as one of the most powerful teams in the league uh, to see what we're going to get. It's a roll of the dice every game. Uh, last year, they used to be able to beat all the top teams and then they would lose to the teams that they should beat. This year, they beat all the teams that they should beat and can't compete <laughs> with the top teams. So I'm not quite sure which team will be rolled out, but uh, it's a roller coaster ride watching them uh, every game. That is for sure. Uh, obviously, you know, I'm, I'm super eager to watch what the Eagles do, but I'm also just eager to watch playoff football. Uh, that's the best football to watch uh, because on any given Sunday, this is truly when anybody can win. Um, and this is the time that you start to see teams that you, teams get hot uh, and anybody can do anything. So I'm super intrigued by that. I, I guess we'll see where it goes. I guess we'll see how uh, how things play out in basketball and, and what will happen with some of the powers that be, uh, because I'm sure this is by all-star break uh, and, and the trade deadline, which is uh, February 10th, we'll start to see kind of where everybody is seated and where they're kind of projected to go. Uh, so definitely looking forward to that for sure. Um, so with that being said, uh, this has been episode 40 of Chasing Points. And uh, I appreciate you guys again. I appreciate the listeners. You can follow us on Instagram. We're also on the K104 page. Still love saying that. Um, 
we appreciate you guys thank you oh, thanks, guys. um so thank you again for listening to another episode i know i normally do my rant at the end uh, i'm too congested to do that this week but next week i'm gonna be back to do my rant so on that note see you guys later and thank you for listening to another episode <laughs>